if Marvel's gonna stick, oh, we're starting now. That's fine. You can fin- no, finish your thing. It's, it's, our, it's our opening. If Marvel's gonna stick with being a comedy show, make it actually funny. Like you know, get <laughs> Max Shackman, who does Always Sunny, a show that is genuinely funny. You know, and other stuff. Um, welcome back. <gasps> Ryan didn't open it. <laughs> I said welcome back. Welcome back, everyone, to episode 116 of the Popcorn Podcast. I'm Tommy Cressa, of course, alongside me, Ryan Fran. And today we're here to talk about Loki Season 2. Are we talking about Gem V or are we going to just do a separate episode? That should be another thing. I don't like to do three topics in one episode. Yeah, that's a lot. Um, not Gen V. And then uh, the Marvels, Disney's newest venture into the MCU. And uh, before we get started on that... And before I ask Ryan how he's been doing, uh, shout out to SAG. We uh, finally came to a conclusion to the actor strike and the writer strike. I don't think I ever we ever really talked about that. But yeah, both strikes have come to an end. Mm-hmm. And you've seen on Instagram, every actor's just posting now all of a sudden about like all the movies they've done. Yeah, Jack Quaid talked about his time on Oppenheimer now. So good for them. I'm very happy that we don't have to deal with any of this anymore. And we get to get the actor's perspective. We get to hear them talk about the movies they're in now. And so, yeah, um, yeah, good. Yeah, I'm very excited. But same. Yeah, it sucks that 2024 is going to be a really slow year, probably. But I'm glad they're actually, you know, end of 2024 could be crazy, though. It could be. Yeah. 2025. I mean, 20, going to be. we're having this conversation in the car with like Marvel, how there's mm-hmm. there's not going to Deadpool is the only Marvel movie. And then, and then Echo, Echo, as far as we know, is the only show that we can think of, at least. Um, the boys will be 2024. Mm hmm. They're doing ADR um, right now. Okay. And uh, Across the Spider-Verse Part 2. Is that what they're calling it? I mean, yeah, I think so. They are, I mean, they just went back to voice. They just started yesterday. Gotcha. Back on voice of recordings. Uh, there's the no way that... Oh, they said March originally for that. No, there's no shot. No shot in no, hell. That'd no, that'd be way. crazy. No. Um, what else went back into production? I don't uh, know. The Last of Us went into production again. Mm-hmm. House of the Dragon just started dropping a bunch of news. So now I can start talking again. So I it's going to be cool because we're going to... They said that the Fantastic Four is cast and they were waiting for the strikes to end to tell everyone who's playing who. Yeah. So we should be getting a lot of news coming forth these next couple of weeks. I know that they said um, Superman will start filming first week of December. Mm-hmm. It's going to be cool. I think they said um, Last of Us will be March, they said. Is that when they said they're trying Somewhere to get around. done? I think they said filming in March. Oh, that's so Like weird. I think they're just starting shit now. Oh. Like, for well, Craig post- Mason said he wrote... In his head, yeah, I'm sure. seasons like, two and three. Still, like, yeah, you still have a lot to do yeah, before you, you go. Can't just have production. even if it's Craig Mazin, you can't just have one writer yeah. on a show. You need other people to say like, "This is good. This sucks. Fix it." You know, yeah. before you you put millions of dollars into it, lots of money. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so we have a lot to look forward to. When's Dune now? Dune's March, right? Oh man, I think it's March. Yeah, it should have came out the other day. It was the fourth yesterday, right? actually. Was it no, yesterday? No, last week? Yeah. Last Thursday. But yeah. So besides that, how how you been? Not bad. I've seen you a lot recently. Yeah. Been no, I got, some um, TV. Yeah. I got a got a big project done. That's why we're watching we've been watching The Haunting of Hill House, because I had to read that for an English class. I'm liking the show better than I like the book. It's not to say the book is bad. It wasn't really for me because nothing happens <laughs> in the book. Like, I get it. It's really well written and there's some really interesting stuff, but like as far as things going on and things being creepy, it just doesn't really happen. It's much more character driven, which the show is very character driven, but things actually 
happen and like there's a story that has stuff. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm, it's I'm just a, it's more entertaining. Yeah, I'm not a book guy, but shows shows pretty goddamn good so Some, far. Mike Flanagan, man's a master. He's got that dog in him, dude. He just got that dog in him, yeah. especially his wife. <laughs> I saw that. I was like, is that wow? You're nice like, son of a bitch. <laughs> So uh, they got married before the show started, too. Really? They got married. Hill House? It was said 2016. Hill House was 2018. Hill House was 2018. That's if I remember correctly. Damn, I was 17 when Hill House came out. Yeah. Damn, in six years, he's put out five shows. Yeah. And how many movies? When did Dr. Sleep come out? 2019. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Hill House 2018. Damn. Mike Flying is just him. Good show. Yeah. I haven't seen the ending of it yet, but the yeah, first we, seven episodes. Through? Yeah, the first six episodes. Very oh, good. we've done six already. What? Yes, when we got four more. Mm-hmm. And I think you saw the best episode, which is the funeral. The viewing one. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah, the viewing, not the funeral. Yeah. It's a really good episode. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, our semesters are coming down, pretty much coming to an end soon. Mm-hmm. We, we both, I don't know if you, I still have my finals. Like I have a project and I have a couple of finals I have to do. Yeah, I think I have one final. So I got to double check. I think I have a final in another class, but yeah, I'm pretty. I'm getting projects. close. So yeah. you're 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 yeah. further done than I am now. Yeah, I know I have a paper due like towards the end of December, towards yeah. the beginning of December, but two actual final tests and then the one class. I'm not sure what we're doing, but yeah, we'll so we're getting, it out. we're getting close to the end of the semester, mm-hmm. which is a good thing because then it frees us up to do other stuff. Let's yeah, just watch more. Yeah. I always say that I'm going to be like, I'm going to be so productive winter break and then just sit inside and do nothing. <laughs> we were good during the done. summer. We did a lot. Summer we did a lot. Yeah. What did yeah. we do last Christmas? I don't know. Oh, we're we went away together. But yeah. We're not doing that this year because nope. your family's leaving us behind. Going to St. Thomas, baby. St. Thomas. Yeah, me and you are still going on a trip. We are. That's first of December? Second. I think we got on the 14th. No, no, we changed. I swear Nate texted me that. It's like the first week of December now. Maybe we changed again. I don't know. Hold on. I got to check now. Now it's going to be no idea. Head. But yeah, so we still got going to be super entertaining to listen to. I know. Us talk about <laughs> just us talking what about we're going to do. Um, yeah, what are you guys going to be up to? In, uh, yeah, let us know. Yeah, let us know. In the comments that Tommy can't read anymore because he broke his phone. <laughs> um, no, so <laughs> I can read them like once every little bit. Mm-hmm. That just that part of your screen just doesn't work, <laughs> dude. So I learned. So you know, like when you go on your Instagram, like the red bar comes down, shows you if you have any likes or anything. Yeah. So if I if there's comments or if I'm tagged, I can click on it and I get all mm-hmm. my notifications. So if there's just likes, like at one point I had like it was like eight hundred something likes we had on the podcast, <laughs> and I couldn't click on so it, just stuck on my screen. Yeah. But then finally, someone added me. Mm-hmm. And I could click on it. I was like, yes, <laughs> no more. But I also have it on my laptop. Oh, so okay. I can check notifications on there. That's good. But um, yeah, welcome back, everyone. Didn't really get to do an intro. We're happy to have you. Make sure to continue listening to our show. If you made it seven, seven that was seven minutes. minutes? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you can find us anywhere. You can find us on Spotify, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, not Pandora because there's still a bunch of assholes. <laughs> <laughs> anywhere else you can find oh we were ranked for like a day really we had an episode in the top 200 tv and film for what one apple? day no no Spotify? yeah apple oh. so like, they do like their weekly charts yeah and i leave just scrolling through because i checked to see if we're ever on there mm-hmm. and we were like 198 i was like yes <laughs> and then the next day i went back to see if we went up and we yeah. were just we're not just gone there. that's I was fair like, Fuck, man. i'll take it i was like well i'll take it 
I think the highest we've still yeah. made it. I think Small the, victories. We we made it. We cracked like I think we made like ninety eighth ones. Really? Yeah, I think it was the Batman, which okay. I mean, it's our That's, biggest episode. It's the biggest one. It's been untouched. <laughs> but um, yeah. So uh, let's hope to get back on that list eventually. But yeah, uh, we're here to talk about Loki, and yeah. Do you want to start with Loki? I wanted to start off with the with the bad. Start bad and good. I don't know. We start can do good it. and we can bad. Do whatever. I mean, it, it's up to you. We watch Loki first. No, I'll let you you pick. The Marvels are still pretty fresh. We can start off with the Marvels. Okay. This movie. Do you want me to tell you the re- the reviews right now? Yeah, go ahead. So, Rotten Tomatoes has a sixty one percent critic score. Mm. 85% audience score. Okay. The critic consensus is funny, refreshingly brief, and elevated by the chemistry of its three leads. The Marvel is easy to enjoy in the moment in the moment, despite its cluttered story and jumbled tonal shift. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking, but I don't have it as a 64. <laughs> like now definitely IMDb. not an 85. <laughs> okay. Has it at a two out of ten? Really? I don't think I've seen IMDb have a movie that low in a wow, long that's time. Wow, I don't have it that low. I don't have it that low either. No. Two out of ten? That's crazy. I gotta see how many reviews they have though. Is there a consensus or is it? No, IMDb doesn't have a oh, okay. consensus. Which would, yeah, which would be pretty cool if it did though. No, Rotten Tomatoes is like, yeah, I think this movie was what it has one hundred and eighty reviews. Huh? Is that two out? That is rough. That is I just really want to find rough. one review. Yeah. If I'm one. A forgettable sequel. Here we go. Oh, that's long. I'm not reading this. <laughs> Let's go to the other ones. <laughs> oh, my God. God, people, just write a sentence. This is IMDb, dude. They're serious. Yeah, I can tell. Start talking. I'm, I'm going to sneak. Nope, it's going away. All right. Uh, Anyways. I uh, Nope. That okay. Was t- okay, they're too long. But I'll just, I'll just name some of <laughs> uh, the titles. I went with an open bind, but it was genuinely bad. Four out of ten. Great disappointment. Five out of ten. Five out of ten. A lot of fluffy and fluffy cats. Muddled plot is too entangled with other MCU shows. Five out of ten. Bad drinking game. Two out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um. Do you want to give your initial thoughts? Yeah, I think I agree with the consensus for the most part. The consensus of Rotten Tomatoes, where it was genuinely i thought it was really fun in parts i think the fight scenes like the act when they're like fighting in spaceships and stuff it's not very good it's very boring but when they're just fighting like the three of them versus the main villain who sucks by the way the main villain is Did terrible first, what was her name i don't even remember Neither i do don't, I. Okay. I didn't care um when they're actually having like a superhero fight it's pretty entertaining and they they really especially in the final battle they really figure out how to use like I know it sounds kind of goofy, but like combo moves, like they all fight together. They throw her into each other's punches. And they use, cool. Yeah, they use like they're switching really, really well. I thought that was really, really cool. So I thought a lot of this movie was pretty fun, especially the beginning, that initial like when they start switching back and forth. Oh, it was really good. Yeah, I thought it was really fun. But the plot was so half baked and so confusing at times, like they barely explain anything. Anytime there's any sort of like controversy or drama between the characters like and there, there's a lot of it initially like uh monica and is it maria or monica monica right is maria the mom or no maria is the mom yeah monica. that's what i thought monica yeah like monica and 
Carol mm-hmm. Danvers are like they haven't seen each other in a while. Yeah. And they don't really <laughs> want to talk to each other. That gets resolved instantly. There's a part where like um I don't want to spoil it, but we don't need to get spoilers immediately. We're gonna wait a little bit, just give like general thoughts. Yeah. Um there's a part where like she kind of gets reminded of her mom dying, and it's really dramatic for about 10 seconds. And then they have a group hug. And then it's like there's parts of this movie that like they start having a little bit of drama and it gets resolved immediately. There's no like character changes throughout this movie. Nobody changes. There's no like it was not well written. There was nothing going on for the most part. I think this movie relied on its action and its fun parts more than anything else whatsoever because the plot was just not very good. This one, I, I called it on the ride home. This is the TikTok of Marvel movies because you can sit there and be entertained for an hour and a half. But as soon as you leave that theater, it's gone immediately. There was nothing to like hang on to. And it moves at a lightning pace. There's not, not a good way. Yeah. There's not a scene to like sit back and breathe. It goes from like an action scene to like, OK, we're moving to this next action scene. And there's never a part to like sit and figure out what the hell just happened. How do these characters change? Because they don't change. There's but no, like, there's no death. Yeah, there, there's nothing really to it. I thought it was. It's entertaining visually to sit and watch. But if you want to think about it afterwards and see like how it changed the Marvel Universe, not even the Marvel Universe as a whole, but just these three characters, there's just nothing to sit and reflect on. There's nothing to like think about at all. It's hard to follow that up. <laughs> so, hey, what did you think? Um, people, so people always wonder. I know people are probably like, "Why is he on this film with Ryan Stockton?" I'm trying to set up the list of like yeah. the what we're ranking it, and then I look at to read. Um, yeah. so the villain's name is Supreme Leader. The villain's name is yep. No, I know she had a name. That was her like it title. says in the thing battling Supreme. against Supreme Leader. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Supreme Lee. That's so dumb. <laughs> I thought her name was from the trailers was Annihilator. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was. And then they started talking. Even... I was like, no. Oh, that's Captain Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> Which also gets resolved in like five seconds. Yeah. Like, I thought it was going to be a much bigger detail. Yeah. To the Anytime anything starts, it gets resolved <clears throat> immediately. There, there's never like. It never a problem never sits around for a scene. A problem starts in one scene and it ends by the end of that scene. Yeah, there's no problems that go throughout the entirety of this movie yeah. at all. So I'm gonna start off with the good. Let me get up the cast so I don't mess anyone's name up. I can pull that up too. So why is Park San June first? So Brie Larson, very good. Tiana Paris, very good as Monica. Why is Kamala not the top of this list? Oh, she's three for me. Amon Valani. Yeah, Amon Valani. She was also very good. Mm-hmm. The three of them are very good in their performances. There's nothing against them. Yeah. Again, I like Brie Larson in the first one. I know some people were re- people were really mean to her about the first one. I thought she's the only consistent part of that movie. Um, this movie's just, eh. Yeah. <laughs> it just. The action scenes looked really cool. I liked how they mixed their powers together. I liked the whole switching. And <laughs> I got, got distracted by the trailer. <laughs> I am getting the trailer. I'm going to swipe so that goes away. Um, the oh, set. Here's, the, here's the villain's character. Darben. Darben. I'm on the cast list. 
I'm not doing that. I'm calling her Supreme Leader. A Supreme Leader is funnier, so I'll give that to you. Oh, no! Taker of taking friends. I'm the Supreme Intelligence. Yeah, Supreme Intelligence is the AI from the first one. What the fuck? It just doesn't say her name in the in the thing. I'm I'm sorry, That's everyone. Fair. I misread it. I was trying to read it quick. I mean, she's only there to have a villain. She doesn't. She's fucking trash. She's terrible. I'm not. I'm not. This is nothing against the actress. The writing was fucking horrible. Oh yeah, no, it was not the act. And she looked so dumb too. The, the gold costume, lining in the teeth. The costume was just the same Cree costume that we've seen a hundred times. Yeah, we've seen in the first one. Everybody wears it, and in this one, all the Cree wear it. But she has these like gold fillers in her teeth. Every time she opens her mouth, it just looks so goddamn. Looks like she got food stuck in her teeth. Literally, like yeah. it's not like her teeth are covered in gold. It's like the if you had a gap in between your two front teeth, she like filled it with gold, and it just looks so dorky. The only yeah. thing I could think of was that I told you the like car dealer guy from John Wick Four. How he had like the gold teeth, but just a dumb version of that. I love that. Uh, Scott Atkins is the yeah. actor in that. It's yeah. a great scene that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, to a bad movie back to. Back to a bad movie. Um, their chemistry was really good. I felt all, again, the actual... The leads is not the problem of this movie. <laughs> no, not at all. It's the tonal shifts, because you think that there's going to be a scene that's really emotional and impactful. Mm-hmm. And as Ryan says, it's done in a blink of an eye. Yeah. Then they go to this planet. It's made of water, mainly. Like most planets. But this one's 99.63% water. <laughs> You remember that? I did. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they speak in song. In song. But then the one character, the prince, he's bilingual, so he can just talk. They sing in English. Makes no fucking <laughs> sense. <laughs> it, was, it was so fucking God. dumb. And me and Ryan just, at, we looked at each other as soon as it started. And it was that same look that I've given Ryan during any other scene like that, <laughs> that just gets super cringy. Yeah. It's like when the turtles first showed up in fucking Ahsoka. Remember the first time you like, I like looked over I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah. Why you hate every like creature in star Wars? No, I ended up liking the turtles cause they actually yeah. had an impact. Yeah. And there was Mikasa. He <laughs> <laughs> was wearing a red scarf. I, keep calling it Mikasa. I can't wait to review attack on Titan. God, I'm so excited. I just yeah. need that new, the final I need episode. it to come out in English cause I'm not, it's can't. not that I don't we don't list watch the, yeah, the no, stuff said, and sub. It's that we list we did the voice actors the dub the entire show and we're just not gonna change that for one yeah. episode. I don't wanna watch the I don't wanna listen to different voice actors yeah. than I've been watching the entire time. So I'm gonna wait for the dub. Yeah. Um back to this. There was no like cool like the cinematography wasn't anything special. Like there was nothing that felt like its own. Like it just felt like yeah. every movie that we get from the Marvel these last couple years. Mm-hmm. Same kind of plot. Oh, Villain has this. We need to get it back. Yeah. Fight once, fail. Fight again, win. Yeah. It's the same thing every movie. And it's getting to the point where it's so by the books mm-hmm. that, like, there's no, like, I didn't feel at any point, like, something bad was going to happen to any of them. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I, I wish this movie could have been a lot better because their performances are very good. They got the chemistry right. I actually really liked all the characters. Which I think is an issue of the first one. Yeah. I mean, not the villain. The villain was atrocious in this. Yeah, Jude Law. Oh, you're talking about the first no, one? No, the first. No, this one. Oh, I mean, still in the first one, Jude Law was just like... Fine. Whatever. Yeah, but it's Jude Law. So at least it's Jude Law. That's yeah. someone that's like... Ha- and it felt like it had a little more to it. Yeah. I don't know. I think both of these movies have really suffered from... A, as Ryan said, uh, what do you say? Mm. Not uncooked. 
Yeah, it's just undercooked. Undercooked. Yeah. By the way, uh, Zoe, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, Zoe Ashton, girl who plays the, the villain, it's Tom Hiddleston's wife. No wonder she got the part. But... Wasn't by acting. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. That was not against you. Was... I'm sorry. That was against whoever wrote this fucking movie. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm saying like I'm a pot. Like it's not actually her fault. Like I'm just making a joke. Okay. That was an attacking. A pretty fucking aggressive joke. <laughs> that was an aggressive joke. Man, that's. <laughs> it wasn't actually her fault. Can you tell me who wrote this though? I didn't say it. Because um, the writers are who's actually at fault for her. Yeah, the writers are whatever she's, fucking. She's hell. giving it her all. No, she, she was There's really just trying. nothing to it. Yeah. I'm going to be nice and say that it wasn't your fault and say that it was the writer's fault. It was the writer's fault. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and say <laughs> that you making... got the part because you married a dude because that's kind of, you know. I was joking. Something. I was joking. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a crazy joke. Should that um, stay in the drafts? <laughs> that should really stay in yeah. the drafts. It's not, it's not your fault. It's not. It's the writer's. And, and they need to figure their shit out with Marvel because I, as much as I'm fucking with you and saying your character was poor, if you, if you ever listen to this show, it's not actually your fault. It's whoever wrote it because every scene feels undercooked. No one has like, there's no continuous. It's let's go here to here, fight, go here, go here, fight, go here, go. And there's just nothing to it. Like mm-hmm. it's just lukewarm. Yeah. There's just nothing important. Even the post credit scene that I was so excited to see. I'm not I'm not gonna say it. It was still bad. Yeah. Alright, so this movie was written by a few people. It was written by uh Nia DaCosta, Megan McDonald, and Alisa Karasik. Nia DaCosta directed it, didn't she? She did direct it, so I'm gonna focus on her. She what the also hell was that. She also did Candyman from twenty twenty one. How the hell do you make The Candyman, which is um, one of my favorite movies of the last five years, yeah. and then make this? Like, that just doesn't make any yeah. sense. You would and like Candyman. I do it. I do it's not, it's it. not a horror movie. It's yeah. A, it's a thriller. And she did another movie called Little Woods. Um, I hadn't heard of it, but it has a 95 Rotten Tomatoes, mm-hmm. 6.2 IMDb. It looks pretty good. It has, um, what's her name? Valkyrie. Uh, Tessa Thompson. Oh. In it. So It's cool yeah. seeing. Oh. Uh, no, she's in the trailer. That's Thompson was in yeah, the trailer. Yeah, no, got announced. It was cool. I think that was a good cameo. Yeah, because it, nice. it was a cameo that had made sense. Importance. It, yeah, it got something done. It got because it would have been really tedious to watch a movie about them just giving them a new home. So yeah, just bring in a character we already know and just say like a little MacGuffin, but it, yeah, it actually made sense. MacGuffin. Yeah, it it takes out a tedious part of the movie that mm-hmm. would have been boring to watch. So I think it was a good cameo. DaCosta. the hell yeah, you could have it. Oh my god! Like the camera work, like this is why you're gonna love Candy Candyman. The camera work in that movie is incredible. Mm-hmm. Like they use a lot of drone shots. Yeah, and it's just a really cool, well made movie. This is not no. <laughs> but again, Brie Larson, awesome. I love her as Captain Marvel. I like her in every time she shows up. And yeah, so I don't know. It's just a lukewarm movie. It's just it could have been so much better than what we ended up getting. Yeah, and it's like three scenes that ruin it for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but those scenes are really just, just bad, man. I mean, like, and also I I don't fully blame Nia DaCosta because it's not that this movie doesn't have like it's not that her style in this movie was bad. It's that this movie has no style. Yes, yeah, and she also left. She left the movie like in the middle of post production, so she I guarantee you she had almost no say on anything. Wait, I guarantee she left you. This? 
in post-production. She Why? filmed it. I, she had another project, I think. I feel like that's kind of important to be there for yeah. post-production. No, I agree. But at the same time, I'm saying that I feel like behind the scenes, I'm sure there was way more. I'm sure this was way more of just studio a studio stuff. movie of just let's get the female-led Marvel movie out there as fast as possible. When it and could have been an actually really well done It could have been a good movie. movie. And they, they relied on it being a comedy movie. They relied on it just being full of fight scenes that are entertaining to watch. But then after that, there's zero substance. They don't really talk to each other like human beings. Like every conversation they have is very by the books, just studio written. It's just it just sucks that like, you know, I'm a guy and I'm not like I can't really talk on this too much. But I feel like it sucks that the female superhero movie, I know it's not the first female that we've had Captain Marvel and Black Widow, but the female team up movie was dog shit because they didn't yeah. try to make them real characters in this movie. It just sucks. When, especially after going on Miss Marvel, which was a success. Yeah. And I really liked Miss yeah, Marvel. Yeah. And you, you've been trying to get me to watch it and I just haven't yet. And mm -hmm. then Monica Rambo's a great in WandaVision. And then Brie Larson, I like her in every time. She's the most powerful being in Marvel. Yeah. Well, that's up for question now. But yeah, she's she's a badass. She, I love Brie Larson's Captain Marvel, yeah. and it does suck that little girls going out to try and like be like like you're not gonna see kids dressing up as these characters now because this movie's just bad. Well, I don't know. I mean, it has an 85 audience score. Like people are gonna see this movie and I swear Disney be entertained by it. Motherfuckers. No, it's gonna be people are gonna be really entertained by it. I think people are gonna really enjoy it. But then like. Do you think maybe it's just more we're looking too much at it from a critical side of things? Yeah, absolutely. Looking at it from just like yeah. straight up enjoyment value. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. But at the same time, like a, we're fucking movie dorks. Like we, we yeah. look at everything through a critical lens. We don't watch for the most part. We don't watch stupid movies to just be entertained by fight scenes unless we're getting wasted. But um, Lamageddon. <laughs> Lamageddon <laughs> was great. No, like there's a time and a place for it. But when yeah. you're a I mean, when you're fucking Marvel, when you're Disney, when you're a multi-billion dollar company, man, and you have Nia DaCosta made Candyman and that uh, Little Woods, I think I already forget the name of it. <laughs> Little Woods. But, I mean, the movie seems pretty good. I saw pictures of it, but probably probably good pretty reviews. good. And she, I'm sure she's a great writer and a great director, and you just gave her nothing to work with. And it just sucks. Like You sounded like Dennis for a second. I'll put I'm you in a golden god. Golden god. Um, yeah, no, it just it just blows that. I mean, it, it's just I don't know. It's not even just Marvel at this point. Recently, it's like every movie, not every movie, no, every superhero movie, every superhero movie, and a lot of big like studio blockbuster like movies. They're just so formulaic. They're so they don't want to challenge anything. They don't want to make new and interesting concepts. They just want to make ooh cool fight scene, pretty colors. Give us your money. Like that's that's it. Yeah. And it's just it just sucks that, you know, art can't be art anymore and it just has to be put what's, asses. What's in gonna seats. get us the most amount of money? Yeah. Which I think I thought was gonna be such an upside to having Dune, Barbie, mm -hmm. and Oppenheimer. Yeah. Was that you were gonna see like Dune kind of got fucked the first time. Sorry, mom, I know I've cursed said the F word a lot this episode. I'm sorry. Oh well. But because I know my mom's going to watch. She's going to pause it. And this is what's going to happen. Mom's going to pause it. She's going to text me. Like, why'd you, why'd you have to say it so many times? So, <laughs> I'm just getting the apology out there. It's but funny. I, like, Dune kind of got screwed with the box office the first time. Mm. So the second time around, I think the movie's going to make, like, I think Dune 2 will make 700. 
Yeah. You're going to make 700 million. I bet that doubles what this makes. Oppenheimer, 900. I think it's like 920 now. Mm-hmm. 920 million. Barbie, a billion dollars. These are IP. No, well, Oppenheimer's not. Mm-hmm. Dune is an IP. Dune is a popular first movie that's now yeah. a sequel after based on a book. Mm-hmm. Barbie is, of course, Barbie. Yeah. And they still made their own thing. Like it wasn't formulaic. As much yeah. as I know I liked a lot Barbie a lot more than you did, mm-hmm. it was still unique. Like yeah. we haven't seen a movie like Barbie. Like we've seen the fried fish out of water, but not like I don't know, to the point to the way that they did the Barbie. Yeah. And having Greta Gerwig, someone who actually cares about film and wants to make it practical in the best way possible. Mm-hmm. Then you got Denis Villeneuve who did Blade Runner. He does all these movies. You got Christopher Nolan. You have people that want to make art art. Yeah. But you're just not giving them the freedom to do it. Like Nia DaCosta, Candyman is a great movie. It's super well made. But I'm telling you, the issue with Marvel and DC right now is just studio interference is so bad. And it's been around for a long time. It somehow feels like it's gotten worse. Mm -hmm. Like we know Spider-Man 3, Batman vs. Superman. All those kind of movies have that. But Marvel's gotten to a point since Endgame that most of the movies feel like they're just building to something that no one really cares for at the moment. Like yeah. Thanos at this point, like if we're comparing Thanos to Kang, Thanos was feared. Like I was like, mm-hmm. Oh God, this guy's like a big bad. And I was scared that what was going to happen. I don't have that feeling yeah. with the MCU, DCU, whatever the f- flapjacks it's called now. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I agree with what you're saying. I think arts it just kind of, it's becoming so, bland that mm-hmm. there's nothing new coming out like that was the fun part of the mcu was seeing different directors do different takes on the characters that we all loved and grew up on and that's the thing like with like scorsese yeah. says like superhero movies aren't art they're not right now they can be and studios aren't letting them be like they, you think about early marvel movies felt different every character had their own director and the movies felt different every single new character and new movie feels exactly the same yeah it's just so boring it really is just a bunch of bright colors being thrown at you yeah and then cgi landscapes that Mm -hmm. don't matter that's why i think i I really respect i didn't love we'll talk about it soon i didn't love this season of loki i like the ending i'll give them credit though they went practical for a lot of it feels Loki is the first MCU thing in a while that feels like its own standalone thing. Yeah. Really does. Because even Wakanda Forever, as much as I, we both really enjoyed the movie, yeah. it still was a lot of CGI, a lot of... It is, yeah. That's and I think stuff. Wakanda Forever was another one because Ryan Coogler is a yeah, great Yeah, like director. he still got to do his own thing, but I, yeah. I mean like it still sucked that he had to still use a lot of the CGI. Like he yeah. couldn't do a lot of the stuff practical. And that, that more goes down to where he's has, what his mm-hmm. story is. Wakanda's not a real place. You yeah. all know that. Neither is Atlantis, but you know, it's fine. Or whatever they called it, but more or less. Yeah, Atlantis. that too. Like, yeah. I was more thinking about like the city out all. Yeah. And you don't flying people. So, mm-hmm. Like there's reasons why he had to use it. And yeah. same with the Marvels. But then you watch a movie like, like I, I don't know your feelings on this. Man of Steel came out in 2013, 2012, 2013. I think 13. 13. Or Batman vs. Superman when it came out in 2013. No, that was 15. It's 15. Okay, then definitely yeah. it's 13. Um, every flying scene that still looks better than anything we've gotten recently. And I know the flying scenes look a little weird in anything with Superman, mm-hmm. especially the Zack Snyder version. But there's something to it that it feels like it's there. Like it looks yeah, unnatural. What's it called? Uncanny Valley. Like it's just something we don't think of yeah it looks a little uncanny yeah Yeah. i just wish that we could get more of that like you can tell like when superman lands it looks pretty good Mm 
like mm-hmm. when he lands into his wall. In this, you could see when she, Captain Marvel especially would land. There'd be a couple seconds where the body didn't move naturally. Yeah. Into her. Mm-hmm. And I just wish that was something people not maybe not people just I wish it would take a little bit more time because I know it's something very small. It's very like hesitant, but it mm-hmm. takes you out of the movie for that half second. You're like, yeah. oh, that's fake. Yeah. Or like when you watch the Batman, a movie that's a superhero movie, IP, Batman, one of the biggest superheroes ever. And that repels the when he zip lines up. Mm-hmm. That was Robert Pattinson in the suit going up that thing. Like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like there's like, so many ways you can make this stuff better. Yeah, classic. I remember in the first Avengers movie, I remember like, I remember hearing a behind the scenes. Thing. I forget whether it was like, I forget who said it, but like the scene where Tony Stark lands on the side of Avengers Tower or Stark Tower at that point, and he's like walking, and the robots are taking the yeah, suit off piece. That's a real suit that is being taken off him, and it looks sick. It does, you know, it may not. The glowing lights are probably added, sure, but there's a physical thing on him being taken off. Yeah, it's off. being taken off. Yeah, and sure, he didn't fly down. And but they probably had him on or stunt the just on a wire that they lifted, landed, yeah. and made it look right. Not CGI that entire sequence yeah. into him getting there. There's parts that need to be CGI, absolutely, especially if you're flying around. Yeah, totally. You got to be CGI, and that's one thing in the first movie they had like they had her hooked onto a thing that would just like roll her around on a green screen. So a lot of Captain Marvel herself is practical like the yeah. suit and everything but just like the spaceships and stuff yeah, around her is also enough, yeah. you don't have spaceships yeah that's fair but like i think when, once a superhero is like on the ground i mean just build a suit you know what i mean like that, i hate the cgi that suits. should be the most important thing when you're starting a superhero movie is making the costumes cool yeah you know what i mean and it, i don't know and the, the costumes in this did look good no i liked all their i suits. really like i was actually pretty happy i wish monica's had a little more to it i like monica i like the white i just yeah. feel like it's compared to the other two it's so bland yeah i know what you're saying like yeah. I mean, just go all white then with like a gold symbol mm-hmm. i think the black makes it a little too bland yeah i don't know um that was a weird scene when they come out with the new costumes yeah a little bit of a spoiler but it's not really that it's important that well. they literally there's no talk about getting new costumes they just switch for a different scene and they all three of them no. have different costumes yeah they don't really say new costumes they say we need gear to be battle ready do they? Mm-hmm. They say it to the prince. I don't even remember. But they already have costumes on. Like, no, I guess Monica no, they're doesn't. In their, but... They're in their normal clothes. Yeah, but the costumes are in the yeah, ship. Yeah, I know they're in the ship. It doesn't make know. sense. I don't, I don't know. But I do like the new costume. I didn't I didn't love Captain Marvel's. It See, was much hers simpler. was my favorite. See, I, liked, I didn't like that one. I love the darker when people do like darker versions of suits. Like, but it wasn't really darker. Like it had the same color blue. It had the same like shade blue on it. It was just really? a bigger I star. Like, I feel like it was like darker, like in total. To me, it looked the same. I mean, I think the star was darker. But it was also bigger, so there was less color in. Oh, it didn't have red colors. on it. Yeah, it had no red yeah, on it. Yeah, I think I liked that though. I think I liked the all blue. Yeah, that's just, fair. I just because, again, leaning back into DC, I love like. I know Man of Steel suits not everyone's favorite, mm. but I like the darker take on all the suits. I love when Nomad Captain America does the darker suit. Yeah. I just think it always is a nice change, especially when it's not. It's not something you normally get to see. So I yeah. always I always like seeing the new suits. The commas looked really good. Yeah. But another thing, going back to like practical filmmaking, I want more people to do miniatures. Like I don't know why it's so like people are against the idea of it. Yeah. Like I feel like you can do like these worlds instead of making CGI and spending so much money on it. Mm. Someone could just build it. Like a little version of it and just have yeah. a shit. No, I know what you mean. Like we've seen uh, it done a hundred times, it looks great. Like no, a lot of the time, a lot of time looked great. 
sometimes yeah. you can really you're like that looks but no one even really knows weird. that the dark night stuff's most of its miniatures yeah, no on the truck like, that looks great yeah well no when the truck flips that's a real truck yeah yeah, yeah the, under right. the ground yeah, under part, the ground yeah. which is incredible because you have no idea mm-hmm. and then like blade runner all miniatures yeah which is incredible yeah there's a I, lot I, of I really good work pew pew would try it every once in a while instead of spending all this money to do cgi which I always think there's that like, me you've talked about on the podcast before. It's like that like glossy look, mm-hmm. and I feel like the the first they didn't have it, the scrolls like come place where they're stuck. But, yeah, I liked how that looked. I liked all mm-hmm. the grass. It was kind of like a hidden. Yeah. But then the next place, I could really feel like the the water place. Yeah, it felt a lot more glossy. Yeah, definitely. Well, it's also a lot brighter. Yeah, so but... it's it's harder to hide the CGI in the yeah. light. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like this movie just had a lot. Like, I knew, we all knew going forward, like, right when this was announced, it was going to have backlash against it, which sadly does lean into, like, some reason people still have an issue with the female superhero. Yeah. Just stupid. Mm-hmm. But then, like, going off Captain Marvel, which, as much as I enjoy Brie Larson, the movie is boring. Mm-hmm. It's not a very good one. Yeah. So it was already going to have its issues, and I wish they just went for it. Like, mm-hmm. you did exactly what people wanted you to do is add more action. Yeah. But then you took away the character part, mm-hmm. which is, a I think they actually did well in the first one, like, giving her, like, the relationships and stuff. Yeah. And they kind of got rid of that part, and then, like, but we'll give you a bunch of action now. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I, I feel like this movie could have been so much better, and I think the cast deserved better. Yeah. And maybe even Nia DaCosta deserved better. Mm-hmm. And the, lead, the villain definitely needed more. Definitely needed cause more. Because she, she suffers probably the most from it. Yeah. Because enough, because so. superheroes are superheroes. You're going to like them. Mm-hmm. The villain, it's always fun having a villain that you want to root for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I did not care for it. Yeah, this villain is one that, I mean, I wasn't rooting for, but you can understand why she's doing what she's can doing. doing that, though. I, I know. I, just two bad people. It is fun to just have like a villain who's just an asshole. A it's it's a good a bad time. Dude. Yeah, it's a good time. Um, I lost my train of thought really hard. You were saying... Uh, you're saying like you could see where she's kind of coming from. Yeah, you can see where she's coming from. That's not what I was going to say. God damn it. I had a thought in my head. Um, I don't even remember. Next topic. Next topic. <laughs> I completely forget. Oh, well, let's let's do the scores part. I don't even know. Uh, I'll start off. I'm going to say. F- no, I'm going to raise it from what I said when I first. I'm going to say 50. 50. There's enough in the fight scenes and their chemistry. Yeah. That keeps me in. There's literally like three scenes that it was probably like a 60 something, but mm. high 60s without these, the three scenes that I'm thinking of. It's just yeah. three scenes I really didn't like that took me out of the movie. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. 47 something around. I don't know. Sexist. I can't. <laughs> you want to bring up your comment from earlier, Tom? It's not sexist. I was just saying that her character was horrible. <laughs> Again, what's the, what's her name? The actress? Why don't you look it up, oh Mister? I'm not sexist. I'm not sexist. <laughs> um, Zawi Aston. Yeah. Again, I was kidding. I'm sorry. It wasn't your fault that this movie was bad, and it wasn't your fault that your character was trash. Mm-hmm. Well, what else were you in? Maybe I'll check out something else you you did. Yeah, cause yeah, cause you really care what I think about your about your performance. Uh, she was in Fresh Meat. Not safe for work. Ooh, she was in a Netflix horror thriller called Velvet Buzzsaw. Maybe I'll watch that. Mm. For those good. Really? Oh, yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal's in it. Yeah. Tony Collette? 
Holy crap. John Malkovich? What the heck? What the hell? You can talk now. All right. Do you want to get into spoilers then? Just a few. Sure. I mean, we talked about most of our feelings on this, but we can talk about particular scenes that we may have had issues with or may have enjoyed. Um, this is 61. Yeah. I think the beginning of this movie was really fun. I think when they first like start switching positions and they're trying to figure out what's going on, and they're having that fight scene like in and out of Kamala's house. That was a fun time. I, I, I was enjoying myself and I kind of had we turned to each other. And I was like, this isn't too bad yet. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as I say it, it's like, God damn it. Just <laughs> Yeah, that um, wasn't very good. That was a good time, and then um, that whole sequence was really good. I like seeing the parents like trying to help in any way they could. Yeah, they just like mopping his face. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Um, God, what else? Uh, when they get to the Cree world, and they're not the Cree world, the Scroll world, and they're trying to Scroll Colony. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The refugee place. And they're trying to like pack them onto the ships to get them out, and then there's that whole scene where. Kamala's trying to save everyone she can, and Brie Larson, Captain Marvel goes, you know, save who we can. You can leave him behind. We we gotta go. Which sure, it makes sense. But it's then sad. it is sad and it's bad. But I feel like Brie Larson played it like we're going now. Like you didn't feel like Brie Larson was sad about it at all. At least I that's like how that's I feel. Like, I wish they kind of played into that more because I was kind of yeah. I was okay with that. Yeah, because she's done this for so long. She's like, you can't save everyone. Mm-hmm. Like. I can do all this stuff, but I can't save every one of these people. And I wanted that to be the next scene is Mm -hmm. like her explaining it, but we don't get that. You get no explanation of why they had to let all those people die. Yeah. That's what we said earlier. There's no like, like any conflict gets resolved instantly. There's no like follow up where like she has to explain something and be like, this is some of the hard decisions you're going to have to make as a superhero. There's none of that. There's none of that whatsoever. But it brings me to my next point of when they're on that ocean world and that starts getting taken over and, they try to save those people and then they leave and Brie Larson is like, why would you do that? We could have saved them. And it's like, why are you saying that? Yeah. Cause then, if anybody Kamala or Monica should have said that. Kamala because, even says that time she goes, we did what we could. Yeah. And like she makes a comment very similar to what yeah. Brie Larson. So it was kind of weird to just flip the characters. Yeah, like literally that. just flip the characters when there was no prior, you know, a prior thought that would have led the characters to just switch ideals like that. It just doesn't, it just didn't make sense. Like these characters were so inconsistent because they really just weren't characters. They were just blank superheroes that the, the characters that were in this movie were just the characters we saw before. There was no furthering of anybody's character in this movie whatsoever. Yeah. It's just so disappointing because it's an hour and a half and you, this could have just been like, I don't even know, man. It was just, I mean, it, it shouldn't have been an hour and a half. There's three superheroes in this, and you make it an say, hour and a half. I do think the runtime helps the movie. I think it does, because since it's just purely action, so it, it never feels too. like it's, it's too slow, yeah. which maybe, I, I do wish that there was maybe a little more with Monica, mm-hmm. just because I feel like she was the odd one out, which, yeah. of course, when there's three superheroes, it's going to feel like there's one that doesn't get as much to do. Yeah. Even Infinity War feels that way. There's certain mm-hmm. characters, and that's my favorite Marvel movie yeah. ever. I mean, Hawkeye's not even in it. Yeah, he's you not even I mean? in like it. Hawkeye and Ant-Man are, you know, um, miss out as a Hulk people. doesn't get a lot to do yeah. because he's not really in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's going to happen. Yeah. But it 
it was a very noticeable difference. Mm-hmm. In but also, to do. yeah, in the beginning, Monica's still like figuring out how her powers work. Like there's a whole scene of her trying to fly and, you know, she doesn't know how to fly. So like, yeah. that's fine. She's trying to figure out her powers. It's just that it's that one scene of her figuring out her powers and then she's totally fine the rest of the movie or Kamala just right away knows how to use her powers. Even yeah. though I haven't watched Ms. Marvel, but I know that the cuts, the post credit scene is the intro to this movie. Yeah. Like Kamala's had her powers for not, maybe a week, not even. And she in the show, I mean, the show was last summer. I really don't remember it a ton, but from what I remember, she doesn't really know how to fight. Like she's kind of using her powers and she makes her arms big and she's just like walloping shit. She doesn't do like, and then in this movie, which is a week after she got her powers, she's maybe full blown. Batman she's doing movie. like ninja kicks and punching motherfuckers in the face. Like she is fucking people up and she, she shouldn't know how to fight. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Make her use her powers more at that point. She's just getting into fist fights with people. Captain Marvel is a badass, though. Like, Captain like, Marvel was fighting, yeah. and she wasn't using her power, and she was beating the piss out of them. Yeah, because she even Krells, without her power. Kree, yeah. Kree's? Kree. The Kree? Yeah. The Kree were getting their ass kicked by Captain yeah. Marvel. And the Kree were just... They are just boring. There was nothing to it. They are boring, and they could be really, really cool, because they are... I mean, they say it. She says it. Like, they ruled 25% of the galaxy, and that's true, and... I know you didn't watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and I know that's not canon anymore, at least as far as we know. But the Kree are like the main villains in that. Oh, really? For like main, like overseeing a lot of the stuff. Yeah, they're in they're in a lot of the show. And like that's how the Inhumans are made Hmm. from Kree. So the Inhumans are a big part of um, and they should be a much bigger part of this universe. then. Yeah. But at the same time, setting up the Inhumans. Mm -hmm. They really should have been setting up the Inhumans. But now that Kamala Khan's a mutant in the MCU, which I'm really not a fan of, I think they should have just stuck with Inhumans. Yeah. Because it just sucks because that's obviously only done because that Inhuman show sucked. Atrocious. Atrocious. And then they were, yeah, they're just so scared to make Inhumans again. That was Black Bolt. That was like Hulu's first show. Wasn't it? Was it Hulu? Wasn't it Hulu? I thought it was ABC. Some reason I feel like it was Hulu. I don't know. Maybe it was like right. the first thing I ever saw from Hulu. I thought it was like an ABC show. Do you want to know how I, I know? know him? I know this is random. You know how I know I'm getting old? How's that? I just got invited to my first class reunion. Really? Yeah. Are you going? No. <laughs> I don't want to see anyone. Yeah. Not that um, anyone was like mean. Well, people were mean. But that's not the point. I just it's, why are you talking about yourself in the third person? I'm not me. I'm a sweetheart. Wow. <laughs> I'm a sweetheart. Got him. Um, um, no, this show just this show, this movie. Yeah. First off, I I know that you wanted her to be an inhuman. Yeah. It just makes more sense. But the mutant was because they needed a way to keep people investing. Like, oh, X Men are coming. Like, mm-hmm. just hold on a little bit longer. Yeah. It's a minor change. It's not a yeah. huge deal. But still, like. It's just cowardly on Marvel's point because they're like people hated the Inhumans. We didn't hate them. We hated your show. Yeah, it was dog it was shit. Trash. You know I mean, everybody got hyped when Black Bolt showed up. And yeah, I was hyped. Yeah, it was dope. And but now we're <laughs> that was rough. Yeah, now we're probably never gonna actually see the Inhumans. You know, at least for the next long while. But we got to rush X Men in there as fast as possible, even though you're gonna make them big CGI monsters instead yeah. of go back to the practical effects that everybody loved from. Like 2003. It, uh, oh, it's disappointing. It says, Why was Inhumans canceled? I clicked on it. It says, The series was simply not good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember that. I remember the first trailer that came out. I was actually really excited for it, except that they, they didn't have like their suits on. 
And I was so confused. Yeah. Why didn't they have like their superhero suits? I still haven't watched that show. I just watched like reviews of it. It's bad. Yeah. They don't have any of their suits. They yeah. wear like black like tops. They're weird. It's dumb. It's a bad show. Yeah, humans and angels of shield. Dope. Really cool. There's a lot of them. Ghost Rider's in it, isn't it? Yeah, he's in it. Um yeah. the main girl, Quake, um, Sky. You'd recognize her if you saw oh. her. She's she's an inhuman. Hmm. And she gets like earthquake powers. It's really cool. It's pretty cool. No, like okay, we the Ghost Riders movies are considered trash. Yeah. We're all we all want to see Ghost Rider. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love the Ghost Rider movies. Nick Cage. It's just funny. Banging Ghost Rider. <laughs> um Yeah, so I don't I don't I don't get why just because we didn't like one iteration of something, we're not gonna like that mm-hmm. just means we're not gonna like the other one. People don't like all the Spider-Man movies. They still go out and watch every single Spider-Man movie. Yeah. People hate certain Star Wars. Still love Star Wars. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. They are being just cowardly about it. Like, it could be yeah. just a simple change. Like, write them differently. Yeah. Have a good show. I don't know. I agree. It's just, it's all the right. whole issue with the MCU. Oh, what was that? Just got a notification that said success about something. I don't know what it was. Oh, I didn't get anything. Hopefully, this is still recording. We'll figure it out. You're still um, recording. You're coming across. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else to say about the Marvels? No. Before we get to the post credit scene, because we can talk about that for a sec. It got leaked. I got it. I got it spoiled for me. If you don't want to know the post credit scene, you can skip ahead. Lay two minutes, three minutes. Let's just yeah. So three, two, one. If you saw the comments on whatever. Beast is in it at the end. Monica wakes up in a different dimension and it's Kelsey Grammer playing Beast again, except instead of having the practical which effects and makeups, which still look great from uh, 2003 is last stand, um, right? Yeah. No. Last stand 2006. Really? Yes. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, but no, still. No, he's in the first one. It looks great. No, he's not. He's not? I think he's only in last stand. No, he's no way. He might be in the second one. Is um, he not in the first one? I don't. He's not in the first one. He's definitely not in the first one. But Beast looks awesome. Kelsey Grammer's Beast has always looked awesome. I've always loved that that character. He looks so cool. They made him a fucking CGI monster in this one. And I get it. It looks just like the cartoon. Oh, he's not in the first one. But it looks like shit. Like, it's a, it doesn't look good, man. It's so disappointing. And then we get... Um, oh, my God. He's only in the third one. Yeah. Oh, my God. What? And in my childhood, I always assumed he was in all of them. No, he's oh, only in the third I've not watched those movies in a long time. I've been saying 2003 this entire time. Somebody, somebody's definitely listening. Like you motherfuckers, 2006. I think it's um, 2006. Oh my god, no way I'm wrong. It probably is. I no. could not have been wrong. No, it's definitely times. 2000, 2003, 2006. Definitely has to be. Yeah, but now I need to know because I can't be wrong yeah, again. Double check. 2006. Anyways, okay, okay, I was right. Good. Thank Jesus. Last Stand's not as bad as everyone makes it out to be. First off. I watched that one actually relatively recently. I, I like that movie. It's probably, it's probably, you're probably right, but I don't it's know. It's got a 6.6 six six on IMDb. Yeah, it's fair. Um, but anyway, you also wake up and there's the, um, uh, I'll pull up her name. The the woman who plays Monica Rando. Monica's mom. Yeah. Uh, or Maria. Maria, excuse me. Um, she's in it and she is playing, I mean, I'm fairly certain that it's Storm. Tommy thinks it's Captain Marvel from that other dimension. Or whatever Monica is. Yeah, Tommy's idea is that Maria would have gotten the Captain Marvel powers instead of Carol, and that's why she's there. It would just be stupid if she's Storm. To bring back Kelsey Grammer, why not Halle Berry? No, I agree with that. Halle Berry is her. I agree with that. But why the fuck would Captain Marvel be in X-Mansion helping out Beast with this very specific thing? 
I don't know. I'm just saying. Jennifer Gardner is going to be helping out in the MCU. Why do we I care? Know. I mean, to be fair, if it was a storm costume, it wasn't a great one. I'm not. The colors were fine. Brown? I don't mind the brown. I do. I think it looked kind of cool. Brown. But the symbol on it, it was like stars. I don't know. I don't, that implies <laughs> Captain Marvel. But why the fuck would she be there? Like, I don't get it. And if she's in this universe, does that mean this universe has every other hero too? And this is going to have like Captain America, an Iron Man, a Black Panther, an Amor. Like, are they going to have everything or just X Men? Or is this universe never going to be brought up again in a future project? Who fucking knows, dude? Who knows? Um, but that's the end of that's the end of the Marvels. Poor. I think it's been slightly overhated, especially online. Yeah, it's not still as bad not as some good. People were saying it was. Yeah, it's still not good. Um, moving on to Loki season two, something that should have been hated on more, slightly, slightly, not not, but it didn't deserve the reviews it got. Yeah. Um. Well, no. Remember when it aired and IGN gave the first three episodes like a four? Oh, actually, Vulture has a two. What does? Vulture. You never seen Vulture? The page? No. It's got like the looks like a. Verified symbol, which is a V through it. Oh, they're like a popular movie page. Never heard of it. Oh, I, I, no, I guess it's not. I thought it was much higher on Rotten Tomatoes than what it actually is. No. It's sitting at a 81%. Critics score 78% audience score. Critics are The critic consensus is Loki's dizzying and dazzling second season may rely on the sleight of hand to distract from a slightly less satisfying storyline, but the end result still contains enough of that old Marvel magic to entertain. That's probably the most I've agreed with a critic consensus in a long time. Yeah. I feel like it as a whole, it's definitely a downgrade from season one. Because mm-hmm. I think season one is probably the best Marvel season of a show. So far. So yeah. far. Not counting like Daredevil and all that. Yeah, that I can remember. This is yeah. MCU, Disney Plus TV. Mm-hmm. I think Loki is probably the best one still. Not yeah. my favorite, but what I, I like, I think is the best show. Now season two, I feel like they kind of... We're like, okay, well, let's do a little bit less work in the writing department and let's do more work in the set pieces, cinematography, because mm-hmm. the, the actual production is amazing on this really, really good television. And all the cast was really good. Mm-hmm. Ken Hugh Kwan was fantastic. I was so happy to see him. And I happy, I was so happy with how big of a role he ended up having. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, my, that's just my opening thoughts. Uh, I hope we get to see more of Tom Hiddleston in the future. I hope this isn't the end of Loki. and Because I need more of him landing the hair flip. I need more of that shit. Mm-hmm. I need that shit injected into my veins, dude. Yeah, um, I do speak with my hands a lot. You do? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also want to say all due respect to Tom Hiddleston's wife. She's probably a great actress. Um, <laughs> Stop bringing this just, up. You know, I just have to guess. I don't really know. Yeah, she, but... she is a great actress. She's actually really good in Velvet. Buzzsaw? Velvet Buzzsaw. She's actually Dickhead. fantastic. Um, now you made me feel bad. I didn't say it. <laughs> I feel like he's going to slap me and say, keep my wife now. I probably will. He's going to whip you with his fucking hair, dude. <laughs> um, yeah, I think overall consensus for Loki season two is that I love the first season. It was a fantastic summer show. First I know, but I want to say the first season was very good. It was very well written and great characters. And I think the second season carries those characters over and makes it like you said, it looks gorgeous. I think the CGI was really good. Also in the Marvels, the CGI was good in the Marvels. It was. There was like those little things I was talking about. But yeah. in all, it was a lot better than Thor. It was better um, than a lot of past MCU than projects. Quantum, Quantumania. 
Yeah. So I'll give I'll give the Marvels credit where it deserves it. Yeah. But I think the same thing with Loki. Like like you said, built a ton of actual sets and it looks so good. And that I think that's a reason why the CGI was so good because so many movies now are just like stand in a green box and we're just going to make the set out of computers. Okay, but then when you actually have like magic or superhero stuff happening that needs CGI, you're taking up so much time and effort and money yeah. with making just the set CGI and it looks like shit. So I feel like really actors also it. perform better on real sets. Oh, yeah, way better. You can actually touch it. Yeah. You can be in the actual area. Yeah. Remember Christian Bale for Thor? No. Thor Lemethon. He said it was just the definition of insanity or like monotony. Really? Filming in green screens. I forget the exact word he used, but like he said it's just it's horrible because you're just acting at nothing. Talk about another character that's just wasted. Yeah. And it's also back with the, the Star Wars prequels are big on that because that was the first time that yeah. like entire sets would be blue screen and green screen. And that's why a lot of performances are not very great in those movies because actors weren't trained to act in those yeah. situations. They and had no idea God, what they were doing. Because if you watch, anyone can watch the featurettes on YouTube. They talk about you. I think it's you and McGregor talking about in the third one, they did a lot more of the actual sets mm -hmm. and then like the background screens because of yeah. course, there's no flying cars. But he talked about it, He's like, it's so different now going back to sets. Yeah. Because so, you got used to nothing being here. Mm -hmm. And now there's actual like furniture in the room that you can mm -hmm. bump into. When before it was like, make sure you don't step on this X. Mm -hmm. And now, so you see it. And yeah. what the heck was that? I got a success there too. Um, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, yeah. So I think it is important to have the real set pieces because it, it makes it more real to yeah. the actors, to everyone watching. Because I know this is very like, unnecessary stuff but when they're in the one like safety room before they go outside mm -hmm. you know room talking about it's like where they get the gear on to walk yeah yeah out. yeah whatever that room's called mm -hmm. the vault room or control room yeah there's that specific noise that metal makes when they're walking on it and like touching something and that puts you in that room because mm -hmm. if anyone knows when you walk on that time metal it has a very specific noise yeah. and sometimes you'll watch cgi rooms like that and they don't add the noise and you're just like, mm -hmm. that would not sound the same as it does walking on grass or walking yeah. on wood. I mean, that that noise is probably still added in post. Yeah, because like, they can probably hear it. And like, yeah, like yeah. it makes more sense. Mm -hmm. I don't know. No, I, I know mean, what you're saying. I, I agree with you. Yeah. But Loki season two, I mean, like you said, the writing was just took a total step back. I think the core characters like Loki and his friends. Great. I think Renslayer was really undercooked. Mm -hmm. And I think victor timely was just not entertaining it was not fun i think it was a man. bad decision i think it was a really bad decision because you have jonathan majors who's a fantastic actor and you have kang the conqueror who was dope in season one as he who remains in that yeah. that variant of him and then you bring in this nerdy dude with a stutter and you're like who's got the biggest biceps i've ever seen dude he'd roll up his sleeves and have tree trunks coming out like how am i supposed to believe this guy's like a nerdy inventor he looks this dude he beat Adonis Creed. Like, what are you, what are you doing to me? <laughs> he didn't beat him, but he, didn't beat, he, he beat the walk. shit out of him. He did beat him. Actually, it doesn't look that way with the makeup. But yeah, no. He made him. He made Adonis Creed piss blood. He hurt him really bad. Really bad. Yeah. No. I mean, Jonathan Majors. No. Is... No. Mm -mm. They never fight until the end. No, when he gets DQ'd. That's against the other guy. Is it? Yeah, remember he's like, because he's like holding the belts, like cheering, trying to get. No, uh, then what? Then what's the fight where he's all where Adonis is all messed up? That's when he fights uh, Drago's son. Is that in the second movie? Yes. 
My bad. Still, Jonathan Majors, Hulk of a man. I gotta oh, say, no, um, he is a, that GQ photo we talked about, dude, man, that was wild. Tungsten. When that came out, that dude is made of metal. It is insane. Um, yeah, I think I think Victor Timely was just a bad idea because like you get that episode set in eighteen ninety whatever Chicago, and I it's a decent set piece. I like seeing the World Fair. It, it's cool looking. Why do you got something different? One of the worst episodes of TV I've seen in a long time. I didn't say the episode was good. I said I like the set piece. <laughs> You're like just the set. Yeah, they listen to my words. Sorry, um, I, I, I speak that- very carefully. Thomas. All I can think of was that old dude with the mustache. I just wanted to slap the entire episode. Nah, yeah, it, it was not a great episode because Victor Timely was just not a fun character to watch, man. He just mm-hmm. wasn't. And I thought there was going to be a switch eventually, too. Yeah. Like and he, I thought maybe, okay. like, maybe you have Victor Timely for a reason. Maybe. And there are reasons because he has to, like, invent whatever. The TVA. Yeah. Well, no, he doesn't invent the TV. I don't know. No, he, does. he invents. He invents the thing that gets the timeline working again. Yeah, but he also invents the TVA. That's like a whole thing. Well, I mean, eventually, yeah. But yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, but it was just he was just such a boring character. And Jonathan Majors was really doing his best to play a nerd. He, he was trying. It just doesn't work, He's man. Not a nerd. Like he just does it just doesn't feel right. Like, Anytime you look at him, you're like, that dude, it just doesn't fit. The hair was a bad choice, too. Really bad choice, yeah. Miss Minutes was really weird. I hated the subplot of her like falling in love with him. Yeah, it was weird. It was really just strange. Those episodes were just bad. Yeah. There was just a couple. Which sucks because the season in a whole, like the final two episodes, really well done. Yeah. It's just definitely. that it's really hurt by the start of the season. Mm-hmm. Which is sadly becoming a big thing with TV. Yeah. And we're just struggling with. Yeah. Like, I know you didn't really enjoy Gen V's finale, which mm-hmm. I know we'll talk about. But at least Gen V was very consistent up until that. Yeah. Um, The Last of Us. Good the entire show. Mm-hmm. Nothing. House of Dragon, very good. Like, I don't know why it seems like it's a Disney issue. Because mm-hmm. Star Wars shows, very similar. I don't know why they can't have a consistent whole season. Yeah. I mean, we saw it with uh, Andy Circuit show, Star Wars. Oh, Andor. Andor. Yeah. That was a consistent, right? I, I haven't watched mm-hmm. it, but I know you were. Yeah, consistently good. Yeah, consistently yeah. good. I don't know. It's just it's getting to the point where it's more frustrating than anything because yeah. you know that this show should be so good. Yeah, it feels like shows are just making moments instead of stories. Yeah, it feels like they're thinking of like, oh, that would be a dope episode, but how do we put that into a reg- into a full story of like, and then they're like, you know, we just want to get to this episode because people are gonna like this ep- episode. They're gonna hang on to this character, so the rest of the story around it doesn't really matter. We're more focused on this single episode or this single moment of an episode, and it's just kind of it's shitty because you know, yeah, that episode's cool, and yeah, that character's cool, but the rest of it is not really enjoyable. So why am I watching a whole thing? You could just do like a special presentation or something. Yeah, like Where Up by Night, perfect example of what yeah. you could do instead. Yeah, if they made it like six episode werewolf by night thing it'd be nuts because it just wouldn't require that i mean they could probably think of a, a show Boom, but trash yeah if they tried to stretch what we got from werewolf by night into five or six episodes probably would have been dog shit it was so good it was fun it was just such a fun see they released it in color too i oh i didn't like, know it came Halloween. out yet i think it, it came out like mm. around Halloween, i might watch I it because i want to see if they actually did the blood yeah that'd be cool yeah that show was so good. that presentation yeah. was so good yeah but Can like I, that just yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. You finished your thoughts. Oh, I was just going to say, like, filming just just for moments. It just really reminds me of the prequels. It's just not good as a whole, but moments of it oh, like are really Star fun. Star Wars prequels. Yeah. Mm. 
they're enough. really fun and just those are the moments people stick on to yeah. and go i love this character i'm totally a fault of this too by the way yeah, i'm not no, saying that's like a normal yeah, thing i'm not saying you guys are dumb i've just realized that you know i've evolved and realized <laughs> that these movies are bad but whoa, they're very whoa, fun whoa, and entertaining whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. watch your foul tongue yeah and the sequels are obviously the greatest things that's ever happened Jesus to cinema God. um <laughs> We're going down a path that we can I can't follow. <laughs> <laughs> I think that this is becoming so like I was saying it's frustrating. How many times have you rewatched The Office? Twice. So you've watched begin and twice. Yeah. Will you ever watch Maybe. Ahsoka every episode again? Like no. Okay. Yeah, no. Like there's none of the shows that are out right now I will rewatch like that. Exactly. Maybe House of the Dragon, Last of Us, shows that are good mm-hmm. from getting. But Ahsoka has one of my favorite Star Wars hours ever. Yeah. I will only ever watch that. Exactly. I will never go and watch the final two episodes. I will watch episode five and only episode five. Yep. Obi-Wan, I'll watch moments from the last episode, and I'll watch some of episode three. Mm -hmm. There's moments. The prequels, Phantom Menace, I'll watch the end of that movie. Because Duel of Fates, epic. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know Attack of the Clones has all of its issues. I'm not going to rewatch that. I'm going to watch... Probably the end of the movie and just watch Dooku fight. Yeah. So it's just becoming an issue. And it's, again, Star Wars, Disney issue. There's nothing I want to rewatch. Yeah. And the movies I do rewatch of Marvel are pre-Endgame. Mm-hmm. So. Even Andor, like, if you were to rewatch, if I were to rewatch Andor, I might not watch the entire season as a whole because it's really split into different parts. Like, there's different it's arcs. Yeah, arcs. Yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, there's different arcs throughout the show. So I might just go like, let me watch the prison arc. Let me watch the heist arc. Like, I think that's really fun, too. So if you're going to if you don't have one consistent story, think of a few different ones and just put them into a put them into the same show and have like a little through line that makes some sense, but isn't really fleshed out because it doesn't have to be. And you can do it like that. I think there's there's nothing wrong with that. But if you're going to tell a story that is a story from start and then start beginning, middle and end in one straight story. You got to flesh out every part of it. And I think it's, it's also that it doesn't have to be, you know, it can be like Loki, Loki, six episodes. Ahsoka was six, right? Or was it eight? Eight. Yeah. But that's, that, that's maybe the issue of like yeah, Ahsoka stretching was too it out long. too far. Obi-Wan, too long. Yeah. They find the need to be like, oh, it has to be like a full season. Yeah. Of like I don't even care if it's, I don't even care if it's three episodes, three, four hour episodes, and a half long episode. Not long. even an hour and a half, just three, maybe forty-five to an hour episodes. If that's if that, I mean, that's a movie length, honestly. But if that's the length of your story, that's your story. Like, if you have a good story that is clear and concise and has a beginning, middle, and an end, and it's good, there's no need to stretch it out. You know, I just it just doesn't make sense. I don't know. Um, no, I, I'm in agreement. I think that, like. <sighs> I think Loki is one of the few characters in the MCU that's been able to hold up like past yeah. Endgame and that like consistently just is a great character. Because I even think Spider-Man's had his moments so far where I've been mm-hmm. like, okay, like I don't really yeah. care, but it's still Spider-Man, so I'm going to, of course, want to watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, Loki has totally become that character of like, we love this guy now. Yeah, like he's. Like, I feel like he's the only guy I got left to hold on to. Because yeah. Thor, I like his first movie. I know not, not everyone I, does. Love Ragnarok. What, yeah. Ecstatic when Ragnarok ended up being what it, what it was. And then I was so excited for Love and Thunder. And they just ruined it. Yeah. They just leaned too far into it. Yeah. So I, I just, just I want 
I wish Loki could have stayed a little bit closer to season one, like quality wise, but I'm still happy with what we got. It's still yeah. good enough. That shouldn't be what we have to think of. Good yeah. enough. Yeah, I'm glad. I think to your point about Thor of like Ragnarok made Thor funny and a little bit goofy, but he was still pretty serious. I so think. Badass. Yeah. And I think what Loki did is turn Loki. Obviously, it's Avengers 2012 Loki. So he's just he's still a dickhead. He's an asshole. But they bring him in and they show him the film and of his life and he turns into a good guy, the good guy that we know from, you know, Infinity War and all that. It, Ragnarok and Infinity War. But by the time of Loki season two, they don't lean fully into him being a good guy. Don't get me wrong. He's a good guy. But he's still like when they're chasing that one TVA agent who turned into a movie star, he's still a dickhead he's to him. He's still like, kind of evil. Yeah, he's like throwing him down the stairs and shit. Like he's not – he's a hero now, but he's not like – it's not a superhero. He's not like Captain America. He's yeah. not like gold hearted. He's still a dickhead, which is just entertaining. He's the god of mischief. Like he's just he's a little asshole. Hey, he's just a little asshole. Yeah. So I'm glad they, they did keep that. And I think Loki as a whole, even season two, even though I didn't love it, they they really kept the characters the same. I think the characters were the best part of the show. And the new characters too, besides timely. But um It OB, wasn't it wasn't it's not Jonathan Major's fault. No, I don't think so. It, it, I think it's just I mean, I didn't. I don't think it's his a performance bad choice. was great. Yeah, I think it was just a. And if I think if they were going to do timely, they should have leaned more into the actual comic version where that's his alter ego that he uses as a disguise. Yeah, and I thought there was going to be a moment where like he kind of snaps mm-hmm. and he is yeah Kang because there's that moment where he leaves Renslayer behind. Yeah, and I, I thought like, that oh, was going to be that moment. Maybe he's going to be a not. bad guy. Yeah, and then I thought maybe when he gets to the TVA, he would switch. It just never happened. Yeah. But and also there's like little inconsistencies inconsistencies that are total nitpicks and like superhero shows yeah but remember when so they're in chicago mm-hmm. yeah and then he says <laughs> we my lab's in this. wisconsin renslayer gets left behind on a wooden rowboat and meets him in wisconsin in his lab like 10 minutes after he gets there i don't even know if it's 10 minutes how the hell did he like <laughs> it just doesn't yeah. make sense i don't know like it makes sense that loki gets there yeah. he's a god <laughs> yeah he's got they have a the time oh, uh thing anything square yeah also Leaning, going back to what you were kind of saying about um, he they don't fully ruin Loki. They don't make him too good, too evil. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite scenes in this whole season was when they're interrogating the T- the ex TVA TVA agent. Yeah, and Loki locks out Morbius, which at first we we're like it's Morbius. Oh, I say Morbius again. Yeah, Morbius. <laughs> they lock him out. Me, you were both like. Kind of inconvenient to have a prison cell that locks me inside. Yeah, <laughs> and then Loki just starts fucking with this guy. Yeah, and he puts scene. in that. But it was a great scene, and I love watching Loki still be like a malevolent, malevolent guy. Like he yeah. doesn't have to be fully like Thanos. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to be a total just evil, but he he still has it in him, and he says he's like, I'm not good. Yeah, he's yeah. He's and then, more or less an anti-hero. Yeah. He's more on the hero side, but he's still not, you know. He's still got that. If he needs to yeah. do what needs to be done. He's got that dog in him. He got that dog in him. <laughs> I think another scene that I think was one of my favorite scenes the entire season, which is not something I thought I was going to care so much about, mm-hmm. was one of the, I think it was the final, second to last scene of the entire season was when Mobius, oh, this is going to have spoilers just so everyone knows. We've already had some yeah. spoilers. It's whatever. Sorry. <laughs> um... If you don't hear what I'm about to say, you can hop off because this is probably the last thing we're going to talk about, like this show. Or you can skip like 10 minutes and see what we're doing. Um, one of my favorite scenes was when Mobius goes to his house 
and he's just standing there watching. Yeah. He's just looking at them. And he, just, and he says, he's like, he's like, I'm going to stand here. He's like, and actually let time pass. Cause he's never, he does, to his memory, he doesn't even know what time, like how time works to him. Yeah. There is no time in the TVA. And the way Sylvie's just like, I'm going to go and she's going to go do her thing. And the shots is that wide shot of him standing in the road. Mm-hmm. It just felt so like heartbreaking for him because he lost his best friend at that moment. Yeah. But at the same time, it felt like he was finally at peace and he gets to live like his life now, hopefully. Yeah. So I, I end up really liking that scene. Mm-hmm. No, that was I thought that was a really great scene. Although as soon as you said to me, because I, I didn't know Mobius was going to be in Deadpool. So as soon as you said that to me and he was just standing there, I was waiting for like a red glove to just hit him on the shoulder. Be like, what the fuck? Oh my God, that might be how they meet. I mean, that would have been incredibly stupid and like out of nowhere. But it would have been funny. It would have been, it been Deadpool. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you think he's just going to knock on his door or something? It's, I mean. Ring his doorbell. just standing. Where did you see that it was confirmed? Because I still don't understand how he's going to be a part of it. Well, because they said the TVA is like hunting him. Oh, okay. Because he's going across all the universes. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I was li- I'm again. I'm going on late camera Barstool. They can. They said it was confirmed. Gotcha. I mean, I can look this up really. I mean, I'm not doing my lap. It doesn't matter that much. Um, yeah. What were we saying? Um, I think the end was really, really good. The last two episodes of the show were really good. I think episode five was the best episode to me. But does that episode? Episode six was also really, really good, and the way they ended it. With, you know, Loki goes back. He learns how to control the the time slipping, which was awesome. It makes him incredibly powerful. And um, he goes back to see he who remains and he's talking with him. And I love I love the part where he um, he freezes Sylvie. And he's like, you haven't figured out how to do this yet. Yeah. And he's like, what? and then the next scene, he, he freezes it. He who remains is like, ooh, yeah, he just goes nice. like this and stops yeah. it. It's really good. Um, that whole that whole conversation was really good. Yeah, because that, that part it could have been really dumb. It could have been like over the top, but just it makes sense in this show because like time really doesn't matter. So like when the when Loki's talking to Obi and he's like, "How long would it take me to become an engineer like you?" And then it says centuries later. He's like centuries. In most well, shows, he says decades. Then uh, the other guy says centuries. There's centuries, and then yeah. he cuts and it does like the the train station kind of flipping mm-hmm. it's like centuries later yeah. yeah i thought like in any other show that'd be so dumb but in this show at the point where loki is now where like this is his last hope it makes sense that it, this would have to take centuries and he would he would go and do it because this is the only thing he can do um and then he goes to see he who remains and you realize that jonathan majors is a good actor again um, he's just scary. Yeah, he's that he's so good as that as he remains. Um, I think he's good in Ant Man. He is good in Ant Man. It's just that they what character suicide is that what it's called? Character assassination. Caster, character assassination. They did it. They found a way to do it. No, they didn't assassinate his character. They just killed him with ants. That's not character assassination. Yeah, pretty That's, damn close. I mean, he killed Thor. And died to ants. Yeah, I guess in a way it is. But it's not. Character assassination is more like how a character acts and talks. That was more physical character assassination. <laughs> they did so, kill him. Yeah, no, you're right. But in a different way than I usually think of it. Yeah, like yeah, the guy right. beat the Avengers and somehow lost to ants. Yeah, The guy literally goes, have I killed you before? Yeah. Are you and the one with the hammer? Kill. Yeah. That's one of the best scenes in that this movie. It's a great scene. Um, He's so goddamn yeah. good in that But way. then the, the actual end of Loki. 
end of Loki as a character. He it's, goes, it's not the I refuse to believe that's it. I think I hope he's done. I think you don't I want him to see Thor one last time. I would like to, but yeah. I think this was a really nice was, end to his character. If it is going to be the end, yeah, you're right. I think it'd be really, really nice. I think it was really well done um, because he realizes that killing Sylvie is the only way for her to not kill He Who Remains, and keeping He Who Remains alive is the only way to keep his friends okay. So he realizes that he has to kill Sylvie. He can't do that. So what he decides to do is say, fuck He Who Remains and the Sacred Timeline. He's going to control the timeline himself and work the time tree now. Sacred tree. Yeah. So I thought it was really, really good because it, it's him. CGI was fantastic. It was fantastic. And he got the big ass horns again. It's great. Oh, my God. Yeah. I was so excited. <laughs> that shot where all the vines make his cape. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. I was so happy. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, Yeah. No, I really like that scene because it just showed, you know. He was never willing to kill Sylvie, so he sacrificed himself, and it was good. Yeah. It was Maybe there's a variant. We'll see. Maybe because they're not doing a season three of Loki. No, no. They, they said, said this is it. they said this was a two season story. We're done. Hey, good for them for at least knowing. Like yeah. this is it. Yeah, that that's always a good thing. Um, so yeah, this is my question. I ask you: Do you think we will see either this Loki from the TV show mm-hmm. again? Or another variant of Loki, or will Sylvie just be the Loki from now on? Fuck that. Or will we even see Sylvie? I want to see Sylvie again. I would like to, but mm-hmm. only if we see Tom Hiddleston again. Okay. Because I think I want to see Loki see meet Thor again. Because yeah. I mean, so do I. Like that's he's become like he's went through this whole arc. I feel like he needs to see Thor at this new, at his new heart, like what he is now. He's not evil. I mean, he's still well, he wasn't evil in. Infinity War too. Yeah, he he died. Yeah, but they loved each other at the end. Like, I mean, he, he died like, saving Thor. Yeah, he died but protecting. But him. he's probably like, I want my brother to know I'm okay. Like, I'm not dead, but I have to go still. Oh, well, he is dead. This is past Loki. Not this is 2012 Loki. But now, if he goes back to Sacred Timeline, he's back to normal time. Well, yeah, but he's still not the Loki from that time. He still would be the 2012 Loki. No, he's a better version. I, I know he got That's the character it. development of our normal timeline Loki, yeah. but this is still 2012 yeah. branch timeline. Oh Loki. yeah, I guess so it is the same kind of Loki pretty much. Yeah. He just went through a different kind of structure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it would be kind of, well, you know, I guess, I guess we it see would Thor... be kind of stupid for him to uh, come back. As much as I want them to see each other one last time, mm-hmm. Thor has the tattoos and everything. Like he's, it seems like he's kind of lived yeah, on like with he, that idea. Mm-hmm. He And I guess Loki... And- Loki did do his sacrifice. Loki became the hero he always wanted to be, and he always wanted that throne, and he got his throne. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, no, I guess thinking about all this, I'd rather just no one come back. Just no more Loki. I think it's just time to say goodbye. Until Secret Wars, when everybody comes back. Every motherfucker. Every motherfucker better be in that shit. Nick Cage about to become flying (laughs) through there. You gotta watch that movie. I just don't want to. Why? Because I've seen the thing of him, the camera spinning around, he's just screaming, and that's enough of seeing that. Oh, when he's, like when he's turning yeah, into yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a good scene. I've seen that scene. That's all I need to say. No, the best is the guy <laughs> in the next one, the villain, Idris Elba. He, he's like, the villain? He, whatever he touches disintegrates, and they get into it. They kill these two guys in like a U-Haul. Mm-hmm. It's probably like an 18-wheeler. I was very little when I saw this. And he grabs, like, he's going through the lunchbox, and everything's just like disintegrating yeah. and he picks up a Twinkie and it doesn't disintegrate. <laughs> and he's like, 
Breakfast of Champions, baby, and he bites into it. <laughs> That's that stuck with me forever. <laughs> I watched when I had a concussion. Of course you did. I'm sure it was hilarious. <laughs> it was the best movie I ever saw. <laughs> I remember telling my dad, I was like, second kosher, I'm so good. And I just remember they said, fucking it. Mm. He's like, I think it was like, don't mess with my fucking bike or something. It was Ghost Rider. Yeah. And I was like, so, yeah, Secret Wars about to be a blast. Spider-Man needs to wear a symbiote so. suit, too. That's a big thing in Secret Wars. He needs a symbiote. Well, he has a Secret Wars suit, too. Yeah, but he also like has a little symbiote blue. suit, too. Yeah, no, you're right. But I want the symbiote suit. I like that Fuck little blue, like, suit. blue webbing with all black. It's oh, nice. yeah. Yeah, a little bit of red in there. With Superior Spider-Man? Superior Spider-Man's dope. Superior. That's not Peter Parker. That's... Could make well, it's his body, but... It's his clone. Yeah. Yeah. But Peter Parker fucking died. Peter Parker died a lot. He does. Man goes through it. <laughs> Man got a rough life going for him. Um, for those who play fight Spider-Man too, you know what I'm talking about. You haven't played it. I still haven't played it. Sucks to suck. I'm gonna steal your PS5 and play no, it. Don't steal it. I just I you can't. It's not like you can hide from me. I know, I know a place you'll never find me. A library. I'll move to the. <laughs> <laughs> We wouldn't find either one of them. <laughs> I'm going to move to the Arctic Circle. Yo, that'd be dope. I'll come visit. No, I want to play Spider-Man. I'll be back. <laughs> I just come back like two weeks later. I'm like, you know, like a beer. Like, I finished it. Here you go. It's like, what happened to you? I fought grizzly bears, man. Grizzly bears? They're up in Alaska. Not polar bears? Arctic Circle. I didn't say like Antarctica or North Pole. I'm saying like top of Alaska. You know what I mean? Kodiak. I'm pretty sure there's, there's polar bear up there. All the way up at the top? There might be. I don't know. I'm not a zoologist, but I'm not fighting a polar bear, dude. Those are the scariest of bears. Dude, have you ever seen the picture of them when they have like the blood and like... Gossip? Yeah. Those things are They're the most dangerous bears. Because they don't like... Even grizzly bears will eat like, you know, grass and stuff. <laughs> polar bears... There's nothing up there. They can only eat meat because that's all that's up there. There are they're the only animal. I think I think they are the only animal that is the only bear at least that is truly carnivore carnivorous because it's literally only other animals they can eat up there. Man, but that... they give us Coca Cola, so they're really warm yeah, they, and cuddly. And co- uh, <laughs> Klondike bars. Klondike bars. Yeah, I you're right. I remember what yeah. they were. Beautiful creatures. Would you ever seen the one where that guy had like a bulletproof, bulletproof like glass thing and he sat in it and let polar bears attack him? Really? <laughs> Dude, it's terrifying. <laughs> like they can't get through it. And he's like, wow, this is really cool. You ever seen the guy that puts himself in the box with like normal bears? No. He like made like a box <laughs> and he sits it and like knocks them over. It's like, pretty funny. That's good. It's kind of similar to what you're talking about. Mm. Yeah. Anything yeah. you want to add to Loki? Man, polar bears are scary. Bears you know what's scary? Lost. When that polar bear shows up and they kill it. Yeah, that's so never random. Never gets explained. Yeah. It, it doesn't make any that sense. That whole show is random. Yeah, the whole show is random. But I just remember watching show. that. I was like sitting there and it was like a jungle and all the years. And this yeah. is a polar bear. I was like, holy <laughs> cow. It's a great show. but man. Black Mist. Oh, it's so cool. <laughs> Again. The T-Rex noises you hear. Never see one. No. The T-Rex noises. You don't remember that in the early seasons? No. It was like a T-Rex noise that keeps happening in the woods. I think that is the Black Cloud. That makes noise? I think it makes that noise. Maybe I have to watch. I've never could watched be crazy. Lost. I watched it like really? episode, like not every episode, but as like a kid. If my parents said there was no nudity or any appropriate, 
I was allowed to watch. It is a great show. I mean, the first couple seasons are great. Sawyer, baby. Yeah. Homeboy. Sawyer's pretty Jack. cool. Jack's the man. Sawyer's the goat. Yeah. But when you get to like season two and they, I think that's when like the shit pit, hits the fan. You know, people are already on the island. When those people start showing up, you're like, what? Wait, the there's fuck? other people? Oh. It, dude, it goes deep. It's a good show. I have Hulu Premium now. So maybe is I'll it watch on Hulu? it. I, I kept not watching because I would have to watch commercials. Maybe I'll start watching it. I'm about to get my dad to get the commercial free Hulu. Because he's watching what we do in the shadows and he's like, God damn it. Commercial Every through time. commercial free Hulu is the best thing in the world. Because commercials are the worst part. I know, and of we've course, become so spoiled. Yeah, we start watching what we do in the shadows and my sister's standing there. And the first ad is a hymns ad. And my dad's like, what the hell is this? I'm like, it's just Hulu ads, man. I don't know what to tell you. Yo, hymns. Can I, reach, I should reach out to them. Okay. Do you need more boner pills, Tommy? I'm just saying that's no, the company. I just want to reach out because they probably give you good money. Maybe. God Are you in this for the money, Thomas? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, if we if I went into this for the money, I picked the wrong job. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. Anything you want to add? No, this I think a good episode. I think I think we actually were pretty good about it. Yeah, I think Loki season two is worth watching. I think if you if you like season one, you'll definitely like this season. If you might not like every aspect of it, same like I did, but it's still not a bad season of television. Um, and with the Marvels, I think. It has fun parts, and I think that there's people who worked on this movie who should get support and people who worked on it that shouldn't get support. And I think it's, you know, it's one of those movies that I, I can't sit here and say, like, don't watch it. Don't go support Marvel. But because if you don't watch well, it, don't you, support Marvel. Go yeah. support the people who works on the movie. Yeah, exactly. You can't say don't watch this movie because that affects everyone, not just the production company who's worth billions of dollars. They're not going to be hurt. They're going to be fine. So. It's tough to say that. I, I think it was just a really disappointing movie that should have and could have been much better if they just put really any sort of care into it. But um, yeah, what do you think? I, I agree. I think the Marvels was something that I was excited for in the start. And slowly when trailers were coming out, I was kind of losing my losing interest. But then that final trailer came out and I was actually I was like, OK, this might be better than what I thought. And you could tell that it was there what they needed to do. And they just didn't do it yeah so it just, it's more frustrating to me than it was disappointing oh that final trailer with like the the shots of like captain america and i hated that not so that much. trailer the one before yeah because that, that showed, like, it pissed stuff. me off so bad because it just showed they have no um, they have no trust in themselves yeah, to do what they need zero right? trust the only things they have are these characters that everyone loved who are no longer in it yeah and they have to market everything off them because or else nobody's gonna see it it's so yeah. shitty but like that's not true though, because you did like you can make a good movie without them. Yeah, it you is did it with Wakanda Forever. You did a movie that Chadwick Boseman's not in, mm -hmm. and, and it was still, still a great movie. Great Guardians yeah. Three is still great. Like they're not. Yeah, it, it's just disappointing that it feels like the ones that they don't believe in, they care less about and put less effort. They into. just throw them to the side. And it, it, it's yeah. it's more just aggravating. It's more just I wish Disney actually gave a shit. Yeah. I wish Marvel gave a shit. I wish Kevin Feige would actually give a little more of a shit. Mm -hmm. So I'm, it's just disappointing. But and on the other end, Loki, I wish we could have got a season of television that was as good as the final two episodes. Mm -hmm. But I'm still happy that it was better than most things I've gotten out of Marvel recently. Yeah. So I still think you should watch both of them, both of them, because the characters are all very good in uh, the Marvels. 
and Loki's just a lot of fun, especially if you like the first season. And this season has a lot of implications on the future of Marvel, even though they don't really tie it to it. Mm-hmm. Just you see what happens, and that kind of connects everything. Yeah. Same with the Marvels. As much as like it's its own thing, like it felt very much by itself. Also had very big implications for the rest of the world. Yeah. So yeah, um, I think you should go watch both of them. But before we get out of here, Ryan, what is your recommendation of the week for everyone? So I'm going to recommend a little movie we saw in theaters Fuck, last I was night. Do it, yeah, motherfucker. I wanted to see this movie first, so I'm doing it. Whoa, whoa, um, what? I texted you. Yeah, but I told you that I wanted to see it weeks prior because I saw a trailer and I was like, I, that I saw. Really I good. watched. Uh, I watched a review of on Seth. Seth reviews films mm. on Instagram. Very good. Gotcha. I'm going to recommend the holdovers. New movie. I already forget the guy who directed it and wrote it, but um, this but, movie um, was just phenomenal. If you like Paul Giamatti, he's in this movie. But um, seriously, this movie was really, really good. It's a great, great movie. It was super well written, super well directed. Um, the director wanted to just make a movie that was ripped straight out of the 70s, and he completely succeeded in that goal in every facet. Um, it was funny. It was emotional. It was just really well acted. Um, the setting was great. I think that the boarding school and when they go to wherever else they go to, I don't want to spoil everything. Everything looked great. And the characters were really good. They, you know, unlike the Marvels, every single character goes through a character arc. They all change and evolve throughout the film. It was just such a good, solid movie. Every facet of it, the writing, the directing, the acting, everything else was fantastic. It, it's up there. It might be my favorite movie of the year. Yeah, like we'll talk. I mean, it's truly amazing. I'm sorry. Yeah, you but I'm, you're good. Um, we'll definitely be talking about the holdovers again. We won't do a solo episode on it just because those movies don't do very well for Ryan and I. What are you in it for? The money? No, I'm just saying, like our views, it doesn't do anything. You in it for the views now? Yeah, now. <laughs> I want to get on the list again. I like <laughs> this, being nominated. This whole podcast is me just making you terrible. Feel person. bad about myself. <laughs> Um, but no, we'll definitely talk about when it gets to, when we start getting into our uh, December and start talking about best and worst movies of the year. Yeah, this movie to me had a very much of the feeling of how I felt with Licorice Pizza. Mm-hmm. It has that same kind of feel to it, how I felt leaving it. Yeah, so this movie might have that longevity for me that takes it to the top, but we'll see when we get there. Um, this movie also like genuine comedy movie, like it was oh, super so funny. funny. Yeah, fuck you, son of a son bitch. Of a bitch. <laughs> Um, my recommendation week is also another Paul Giamatti film, and that is Lady in the Water. Water, not water. Water's fine, dude. Yeah, Lady Except in the Water. Who you are? Uh, it's an M Night Shyamalan movie. I adored this movie as a kid. It came out in two thousand six as well. It uh, it's unique. <laughs> it's something I've never seen since then, but it, it has a pretty good cast: it's M Night Shyamalan, Paul Giamatti, Bryce Dallas Howard, Jeffrey Wright. So I, I know the reviews don't look great on it. Yeah. I was going to say, I thought this movie was dog shit, but if you like it, that's fine. It's not dog shit. I'm not going to talk bad about you. You've never know. seen it. I haven't. Exactly. Watch your fellow. Rotten Tomatoes has seen it. Audiences don't hate it. What's the audience score? 50. Yes. No, it's 49, isn't it? It is 49. Yeah. Critic score? 25. God damn it. I'm good at this. You're probably I? good at this. <laughs> IMDb? Five, five, six. Five, five. Fuck. Dude, you're so good at guessing the reviews. It makes no sense. Have we done that on a podcast? I feel like we do that. No, we always right do after. after or before. Yeah. That'd do be we, fun. Do, we do an episode like that? Dude, I'm telling you guys, he's on 
point. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, oh, you know what episode I want to do? I'll tell everyone while we're listening. I'm sorry, I really want to do. Hmm. Um, I want to do an episode on our favorite TV show characters. Just characters? Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. Like fair character, and I also want to do like an episode of like best favorite actors because we don't really ever talk about like. Well, we did that best castings episode. We did best casting, but like I want to yeah. talk about like, yeah. like just actors like in total, like that we just like everything they do. Yeah, I know. What you're I think saying. these would be fun episodes, just because yeah. we are in that little bit of a lull. Yeah, movies. There's not a ton of stuff right now. Instead of doing movies, that stuff we don't always want to talk about. Like we both didn't really want to see the Marvels. It wasn't like a thing yeah. we were both like hyped for. Mm-hmm. And Lee, I asked him, I asked you today, didn't I? Yeah. You want to see it? I mean, I was excited for it just because I wanted to see how bad it really was. <laughs> and I was disappointed in that because it wasn't as bad as everybody was saying. Yeah, it, it was, was just like. It was just medium. Uh, like you got your hopes up to start the movie. Yeah. But yeah. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning into this week's episode. I don't know what the next episode is that we're going to do. Gen V. Oh, Gen V. Yeah. We're going to talk about season one of yeah. Gen V. Um, that's going to set up. It's going to hand off right to season four of the boys. So uh, very excited to talk about that. And then we'll kind of see whatever comes out. We'll probably do an episode. Hopefully we can have a guest on again soon because I feel like I went through our episodes the other day. Dude, we had like five guests on the span of like a month. Yeah, there was a- like we had like that like meaty month. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully we can have more guests on because we always like having uh, different people on. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure to continue liking and sharing the episode. And uh, yeah, Ryan, do you want to do you have any final words for everyone at home? No, thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Um, stay hard. <laughs> and stay-